Welcome listeners, welcome JV Pickers, host Sway here, back with Working Together to bring you a playlist worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. This week's theme is solo projects. So grab your quarters, pick your dibs, Geekly Media presents Jukebox Vertigo. We have a pretty packed table today. Crew members of four, which is how I, how we usually like it, a good general number of how our picks tend to come by. We have ourselves Crozen. Donda, 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 Donda. I was going to be nice and not even bring it up, but now I am. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me that I didn't see that coming. Hi, Crozen. <laughs> glad, glad, glad for you to be here on this episode, because uh, at least one of us is going to talk about that fucking album. Uh, and of course, Daniel make, making his return. Hi, thanks for having me again. Sorry about uh, the last episode. Just uh, isn't my strong point, so I don't want to make a fool of myself, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah, you don't have to keep thinking it. You're already part of the crew. <laughs> I know, but it's just so much fun to be back. <laughs> if, you, if there's ever an episode you want to take off, that's fine. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Love and you of course, as always, we're going to have ourselves Keith. Uh, yo, so, man, what a week of music. I'm yeah. I have a lot to talk about, including a last-minute ultra super surprise that I cannot wait to talk about. Ooh, that, am... that two people I know will be excited about, and no one else, and none of those people are you, for the record. So. <laughs> if there was uh, right before we started, I saw a tweet, but I didn't want to look into it because also like too early. But there also might be East Coast. Is like if that's true, well, that's really fucking cool. So I hope it's that when we come to it. Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, it's probably not. <laughs> Uh, so I listened to a few things. Um, not a heavy week, but damn it, did I actually fucking love everything that I listened to? Really? Yes. Well, oh, first yeah, let me... to Donda. <laughs> no, no, fuck no. I, I, I even like. I think I tweeted it this this one. I was just curious, like on the track listing, and I, mm. I scrolled and I scrolled and I kept scrolling. I was like, this just it's just too fucking long. <laughs> like twenty seven songs, and somehow Soldier Boy was still cut. How? Like why? At that point, why? It's already long as long as fuck. Like just keep him in there. Because it was bad. Uh, because when, it was bad. It was like when Drake. Because that's why he was bad. <laughs> it was like when Drake was. Um, he put out two back to back mixtapes in a year, and they were both like twenty tracks and like an hour long each. And we're like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, I remember that. That was crazy. Cool. Uh, so what? I, I'm gonna start with the stuff still listening from last week, and. I, and I know I have to correct myself because, like, listening to the last episode, it was still like it was picking at me because I just I only called them by Dev Haven. But this album is fucking Dev Haven. The the band is actually called Dev Heaven, but the the album itself is just it's actually Dev Haven, just because it's a mix of Dev tones, a little bit of and a lot of bit of a Sea Haven, and it's just mwah, such a beautiful album that we got tickets. March, March 2022nd, we're going to go fucking see them. And I'm so fucking excited because Infinite Granite is a great album. Uh, In Blur, like, like the gnashing is is still like my favorite song, but fucking the whole thing is such a great trip. And speaking since now we're actually on uh, in in September, finally. And now we're only we are on the second. So now it's only 23 days away. I'm on a binge of listening to Pink Shift and a whole mess of, I mean, that, that part hasn't changed, but and a whole mess of Mannequin Pussy again, because that show is coming up in a couple of fucking weeks, and I'm going to ball my eyes out because it's my first show since 
January, or since uh, fucking January, since um, Valentine's Day of 2020 in Seattle, right before everything really locked down. And it's just been too fucking long and not, not going to a live show. So I'm so excited to go see them. And again, like listen to listen to the Saccharin EP from Pink Shift and just everything from uh, Mannequin Pussy because they're a great fucking band. That last show you went to was uh, Happy Times, Sad Times, right? It was, it was their final show and yeah, not, knowing, not knowing that it was actually going to be my final live show for a while. It was just like, fuck. I remember you getting really emotional because of all that. So, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, and then I got... I bawled my eyes. Like I was just like fucking bawling like during the show. Cause like, like so many songs just hit in like a bunch of different feels and it's, it was a really good show. And again, I didn't know I was actually crying so much because it was going to be my last show for a while. So whew, yeah, I mean, shout out to happy, happy times, sad times. Um, Roger and their guitarist, um, Anelia, Anelia, um, there, I get, there also had a little side project uh, or a new project in the works called a uh, soft boiled, but, I'm, I'm still waiting for that. So now for the new new music that did come out last week, I'm gonna start with um, between the between the buried and me with colors two, and it was honestly it was a solid album. I I really was only able to give it one go, but with like the strong feels, I I do want to come back to it. So and um yeah, colors two is the name of the album. It's a progressive metal band. Um so yeah, just give it the one go. I will come back to it. The next one that Sochi actually surprised me with is a. Uh, Los Aptos. Los Aptos is really fucking cool. I guess it started as a trio. I've seen pictures of them now with like a fourth member, but it's such pretty music. So it's like Cuco. It's like it's Cuco's primos who's like grew up with like like playing instrument, like instrumental music and or just like a bunch of instruments, you know? And like, on, okay, sorry, but Comenzando con mi amor es una tiernura de música. Like, like it, like the whole thing, like just like off the bat, the four, the first four songs are just like these romantic, like dedicaciones. Like it's just like obviously going something I just said, mi amor, but then uh, canción para ti, noche sin ti, and then me voy contigo. But it really doesn't stop there. All the songs are just like these like little love songs. But oh my god, it's just like the guitars, the keys, like the soft drums, the fucking saxes. Like this is such a like crazy good like Chicano music like album i highly recommend this one los aptos with um oh lluvia sol is the name of the album so it's like i'm already it's a win for me with that title um the halsey album i know you guys kind of checked that one out um if i can't have love um i want power i really only gave like the like the one go as well just because like everybody just buzzing is like oh trent Reznor also produced it's like all right cool 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 and yeah it was all right but I really don't have like much to say, so I'll, I'll wait till you guys like really it, bounce back to is it. Is it like yeah, a typical really, Halsey album? I'll talk plenty about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, but it was, it was fucking dope, though. I, I did like it. I just don't didn't really have like many notes like to, to really shout out yet. You can hear the Trent Reznor pretty significantly in this. Oh hell yeah! yeah. That part was really fun. That's what I liked about it. I'll get to it on my turn. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, so. Um, and now with like the last two stuff that was really, really fucking cool. Ginger, Ginger with the, with, with two J's. It's, uh, the Ukraine, the Ukrainian metal band. They came, they finally came out with, uh, wallflowers. It's, uh, honestly, it's a good mix of like her clean vocals with like her screams, uh, from Tatiana. And sometimes it feels like, okay, it might be like a little too many, like clean vocals, but then it's like, Oh no! You're, I'm just I'm just being really impatient, and then it's just nothing but screams the whole fucking time. Um, like shout out to the song "Disclosure." That that's a good fucking fun song. 
And now the thing that I really fucking had on repeat the whole time since like the last time we recorded. And probably my favorite thing that everybody's just really uh, uh, about it on, on my timeline. Turnstile. Fucking turnstile with glow on. Oh, such a good, like, it's like, I guess it is like a hardcore band. Like, it's a good, like, but it's not really like that kind of like cliche hardcore music that I don't like. Oh, fuck. I, I highly recommend the, these guys, especially this album. It's it's very pump up, very pumpy, very anthemy. But it's, I guess it makes a, it's a little different from like their last two albums, which are really fucking cool. I guess you call them metalcore. But their last two albums were like almost like very influential with like that genre and how like people, why people, I really like them. So this album, just like being this change, I actually really like it because just to see them live and see and hearing these songs probably sprinkled in with like the classics and then just like to just like pump up the, the audience again. All these songs are fucking awesome. Like starting with Misery, it just has such a good fucking hook. Blackout has a dope, catchy, loud chorus. Um, and then it's, it's just a cool approach with like, uh, it's called the uh, Underwater Boy uh, as a different song. It really slows down and I really like the guitars and it's just, it's so different that it actually reminds like Sochi and I of this, uh, we used to be a local band or a Sacramento band. Then they came here and then went back to California. But it's a band called Animals in the Attic. And they're very like surfy, like rock, but it's like really, really cool, like chill music. I highly recommend those guys too. Um, so that's why the song is like, was very different. And just, I just like the vibe for it. Um, and then Endless. Endless is a, such a fun fucking song. Um, it's, it's like already on like on a different... I already kind of want it for a different category, but like we'll get to that one if it comes back. And then fun again is tied with my is with my favorite one with uh, misery. Fly again, it just has a, such a cool chorus, um, like the way it just like screams it in your ear. Uh, then like finishing up with like Wild World, it's just like it's just another off the wall fun like song. TLC being like an, like I said, it was like a very anthemy album, and TLC being a turnstile love connection is like the is the name of the acronym. So it's kind of like just all right, an actual anthem for them. Uh, but yeah, the whole thing is really fucking cool. It goes by so fast. It's like a little over 30 minutes long. But yeah, if you need a fast, loud album, like Turnstile with Glow On is just so fucking good. Uh, good. Um, yeah, I didn't really listen to any like new, new singles um, since uh, we last recorded. So that was, was really all the albums. So Daniel, no, Crozen, you, buddy. What have you listened to since you last been on the show? Oh, man, since I last... Not really everything, but your favorite stuff. Since I last been on the, been on the show, that's a long time. But uh, no, uh, my favorite stuff, <laughs> some of the big things I want to talk about is uh, Speak put out a new freestyle video. It was pretty dope. Everybody should check it out on his channel. Speak's a great like uh, Mexican-American rapper. He's really, really good. Very, very like Probably one of the best rappers that not a lot of people have heard of. Um, also... Since I've been last been on the show, I watched the Dipset and Locks versus, which was insane. Like, it's crazy. I really expected Dipset to like do fucking good, but they were fucking dog shit. Like Locks just kicked their ass. So I was really surprised by that. But it also reminded me how dope the Locks was. So I went down a Locks rabbit hole. Um, then listened to like a lot of the usual stuff. Uh, Coheed and Camry put out a new single, which was called Shoulders. Oh, nice. It's really dope. I really like it. Hope there's an album announcement soon. Um, hmm. And then stuff as far as more recent. Uh, listen to the new Baby Keem track with Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's right. Uh, I get. I did listen to a single then. <laughs> yeah. Um, the song's fucking great. Kendrick Lamar probably has the best verse of the year on that song. It's like really, really good. Yeah. I really love that song. And then um, 
other than that, we just the just the big release of Kanye West's Donda. <laughs> the big release. Okay, I mean, it, it was a big release. That's we can't really knock. Sure, it, okay, you know, <laughs> took a while. Everybody was waiting on it, but all right. So sell me on it. Okay, if you think about it like this, the last two. Yay. Jesus. Oh wait, you cut off. It was like some some weird mess of like he was trying to put out seven albums in seven in seven weeks. Super rushed, super right. like it wasn't it wasn't that good. It, there's some great songs on it, but it, it's not his best work. And then Jesus is King, you know, he transferred into this like I want to be a Christian artist. I want to just talk about God and everything. And he took that literally, like. That song, like, he says, what does Christian music sound like? Okay, I'm making that. This album, Donda, seems like a perfect fusion of, like, of him trying to get his godly message across while still trying to keep it to a modern hip-hop sound. Like, there's not, like, not a whole bunch of choirs, not a whole bunch of stuff like that. There is a couple of moments of like that, but most of it's just, like, regular hip-hop stuff. And it's, for the most part, pretty good. It is 27 tracks. I would say technically it's 23 tracks because the last four are just like remixes of of other songs on the album. But yeah, it's I I enjoy it. It's his best album since uh, The Life of Pablo. Like the last two albums were kind of bad. But it's really good. Like you have like tons of features on there. Tons of great features. There's Hurricane featuring The Weeknd, which was a fucking great song. You have Jail with Jay-Z, which is cool because Jay-Z and Kanye had their problems for a while. So now they're back with the, like a reunion song, which is really good. And the song is really great. It's a great way to open the album, other than the intro. Um, You have Moon with Kid Cudi, which is like a fucking beautiful fucking track. It's like really, really good. Like some, I might check out. That. Yeah, that song is actually really, really great. And you know, it's Jay Electronica's on there, and you know, I'm a big Jay Electronica fan, so that song "Jesus Lord" got to me. And then he has a lot of younger artists too on here. Like I've never heard of Fivio Foreign. I don't know who that is, but he has a great verse on "Off the Grid." He has a great song called Remote Control with Young Thug. That, that song is actually really, really good. And then nice. Uh, Believe What I Say is like one of the only songs without features. And it has a Lauren Hill sample that is like really, really good. It's a like really, really good feel-good track. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it has some weird moments though. Like the album is edited for some reason. Like he, he allowed him and the other artists were allowed to curse, but then he edited it out, which is weird. Okay. Like, I don't know why if you're going to curse, if you're going to let them curse, then why edit it out? Especially if he's cursing. Wait, so it's like, if he's, it's a clean album? Yeah, it's like, it's like actually like edited out. Like, there's some blank spots that he cuts out the curse words. And it's like weird. Like, why even let, why even let them curse if you're going to just edit it out? So and like, if you go on Spotify, uh, there's no explicit <laughs> version for it. There's just that album that got released on, you know, still censored. Like, that's how this, yeah, that's how the song is. Yeah, so it's, like, okay. weird. And then, um... But, yeah, it's, like... I... If 
if you really don't want to hear any of the like the god gospel stuff, then it's like it's there, so you probably have to deal with it. But like it, it's really good music. Like I think the music is actually pretty good. Like it's good hip hop sounds. You got trap. You got like regular Kanye stuff. You got like a lot of different sounds on here, and it's like very variety. Nice. And that's just been like the big thing that you've been listening to. Yeah, that's the main thing I've been listening to since. Cool, cool. Yeah. And Daniel, what's been on your rotation? Uh, it's been all over the place, like always. Um, listen to some Aesop Rock. Hey, uh, listen <laughs> uh, to some. Uh, so the friend I've uh, been hanging out with a lot uh, introduced me to Lane 8, and we actually saw Lane 8. So listen to some EDM there. Uh, very Rufus the Soul, also very. Uh, odessa so if you're into that kind of edm definitely recommend seeing them they're like a deep house kind of like a future deep house as well um listen to collective soul uh listen to just some like old edm stuff like stardust majo uh even threw in some phil collins some seth mcfarlane in there uh bad flower um they're actually really <laughs> growing on me uh martin solvig always oh, going back to uh tiesto and this one will probably get me a lot of a hate, but I actually do prefer a perfect circle over tool. So I've been listening to a lot of perfect circle again. So go ahead and fight me. Um, Kari Walkerin. 100% correct with that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Somebody has my back. Now we'll have people going after us and sending hate mail. <laughs> um, Kari Walgren, hey, who... It's your perfect yeah. circle, not mine. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just finished the uh, the second season of Dave, so I listened to uh, Lil Dicky, and then uh, Kari Walgren. Uh, this is the last thing I actually listened to. Uh, talented, talented voice actress. Uh, she voices for Jess and Rick and Morty. Uh, I think she's Milana in the newer Mortal Kombat games. Um, she started a band with other uh, voice actresses, and... Um, you know, she uh, helped produce it, um, did a couple of instruments, uh, sang a little bit, so gathered other voice actresses. And uh, some are original songs, and some are actually uh, covers as well, and they're done really, really great. So that's actually my playlist for what I've been listening to uh, in the past, uh, I guess, month now, since I didn't record last, last show. So that's what I've been cycling through right now. Nice. Not bad. <laughs> I like the little, the sweet um, Seth MacFarlane interjection, like in the middle of all that EDM. It's like, and swoop, and then back to EDM. Uh, so, Keith, what have you been playing since we last recorded? A lot. So, I want to open up with um, I actually, in our last episode, 90s hip hop, I added an Aaliyah track to the playlist. Mm-hmm. And the next day, they finally started putting Aaliyah's music on streaming. The rest yes. of the So, her second album came up, uh, One in a Million, which is really good. And I forgot how great it is. I've listened to it again. I'm like, oh, this is such a great album. So I spent some time listening to that. Good shit. Um, I listened to Donda. And <laughs> and I'll say this. I'm not going to be a dick. Review part um, two. It was too much for me. Okay. And it was too Kanye, which sounds horrible, but like, he's very self-indulgent when he makes music and again, a 27 track album 
And as soon as I turned it on and that Donda Donda thing started, I was like, uh. <laughs> and it made me immediately made me think of, oh, he listened to the Black Panther soundtrack and was like, <laughs> I can make random sounds in a track. And that was my first thought is really what I thought. He's just like, I can do that. And I was like, that's not what we like you for, Kanye. When we do like your music, that's not what we like it for, you know? And I was like, and then, yeah, it was overwhelmingly um, religious for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just not my thing. Um, the My main disappointment with it is I heard a decent album in there. There's a good album in there, but it's there's every three or four tracks there was just Kanye in your face Kanye and it was just like if I could make my own edit of that album I bet I'd have a really cool album on my hands you know what I mean like like a short playlist of it and I know that's not the version he wanted to release I think Cousins wanted to tell me that right now uh like I know he they released it against his wishes and stuff like that so oh damn yeah uh he wanted to cut I guess he wanted to do it in different mixes and stuff but Mm. but I think I'm just past Kanye when it comes to hip-hop like just his style, like the other the other big rap albums we've gotten this year, I've liked more. So you know, uh, but I did give it a shot. I didn't get all the way through because you know I only had two, a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also listened oh, to the new Halsey that. album. Okay, yeah, hit so, me. Okay, so here's my take on the Halsey album. First of all, I've always liked Halsey. Mm-hmm. I've always thought she has a really cool, unique like role in music because she is a pop singer, but she's really into punk music she's she's really into alternative and punk and she's always been that girl and but she also likes you know bieber and shit like that's just the way she is so she's always been really unique in music this album is her most alternative album so far and uh you can really hear the direction like i i you can hear the trent reznor in it but it doesn't sound like what you think Trent Reznor when you think Nine Inch Nails or something. It yeah. sounds like a lot of the soundtracks he did. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is the one that jumped out at me. It sounded a lot like that soundtrack. And Even when they it, chill out with the, the, like, their instrumental Ghost album. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because it's, a, it's an album about her pregnancy. Which, if you listen to it, it's pretty dark. Yeah, and that's I not definitely what you got think that. about with pregnancy, you know? So... Her whole point of this is she's like, I didn't intend to make this album like this, but I did. And it's basically like everybody talks about pregnancy and it's all awesome. Oh, you're going to have a baby. She's like, it's really dark. It's a really dark process. And your body's constantly in pain. Your body's literally changing around you. There's something growing inside of you and you almost become an object. Like you're just the vessel carrying the child, you know, and it's like there's a darkness to that. And it's never really addressed in pop culture. So that's what the songs are about. and as you listen to it, about half of it's like that, and then the second half is more, you know, sweet, like song, like happier songs, you know, slow, sad songs. And I think that's just kind of like something she had to push through is the idea in the first half of how she felt about it. But in the end, it was worth it. You know what I mean? So I really dug it. I thought it was. I thought it was a really great album. It's probably my pop album of the year so far. Ooh, like it's. It's really good. Keep in mind, we're getting that Chromatica remix coming out. Remember, I'm not I know. That's what I'm saying specifically to you. Yeah. And then, um, so I really enjoyed it. If you like Halsey, check it out. If you like Trent, or, Trent, 
Trent Reznor. Yeah, Trent Reznor. I was, I was hesitating for a second because we were talking about Tool. I was thinking Maynard. Oh. <laughs> so, um, if you if you like Trent Reznor, check it out. It's really well produced. It's just the first song alone. Like I, I literally I made this joke, but it's true. The first fifteen seconds hooked me harder than anything on Kanye's album because <laughs> immediately like the progression of it. And I played it for Liz, and she immediately like you know Liz. Liz isn't a music person really. Yeah. She immediately started that song back over when it was over because she wanted to hear it again. Dope. So it's just cool. I just really like it, and it's it's got a great darkness to it, which more pop needs to be more dark. So yeah, I actually like that take for sure. Yeah. The other album I listened to, which I was like, you know what, screw it, I'll give it a shot, because I do like this band. I listened to the New Churches album. Oh yeah, and it's really good. It's way more of a pop album than <laughs> the Halsey album. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. I was like, well, that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's really good. It's just great. They have a song called Violent Delights that I think you would dig, Josue. Mm. Um, and they, one of the songs they did was actually with Robert Smith. Oh, nice. Oh, that's the one that she was, that's what she was calling out to. It's pretty cool. So I liked this album. It's not going to blow you away, but I, I think it's a solid album. I really enjoyed it. So highly nice. recommend that. And then my big announcement. This was announced earlier today. And again, I, I promise you, none of you are going to give a shit except me. <laughs> so we got an announcement that yeah, nearly four decades <gasps> after their last album was released. It is. It might be. We're getting a new ABBA album. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro! Oh, nice. Check this out. Sorry. And, quick oh, yeah. Retro Cheeto bag. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I, I did see that tweet and I was like, that better be fucking real. Nobody better be playing with my it's emotions. True. And there's two singles out already. Oh my God. Did you listen so, to them yet? The ABBA songs? So you guys, when, oh, so he was the last one to join us when the other two were, were uh, here waiting with me. I was listening to music because I had to listen to these songs before we started the show. Ah, uh, how are they? They're amazing. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're among the best tracks I've heard from ABBA basically except for i mean i'm a big fan of sos i, I like all of ABBA. i mean the mix so on bro ABBA. yes <laughs> so yeah but oh my gosh i'm so excited for a full-on album and they're all so old now and she still sounds incredible oh, she's still baby. got just the best voice and i okay. just love it dude so i'm very excited about that so i had to get that out and it's just i can't wait it's yeah. already it's already album of the year. No, not really. <laughs> it's two uh, singles and it's album of the year. I'm, I'm excited to see what we're gonna get. So it is very traditional, though. Mm-hmm. You guys are looking for a modernized thing. It's not modernized. Yeah, no, fuck this shit. Album, which is what it Abba. should be. Yeah, you know. So yeah, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. You guys remember when uh, the remaining members of the Doors did a single with Skrillex as a new song together? Oh, oh <laughs> yes. That was a lot. I was like 10 years ago. Oh, no, shit. I just realized. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy <laughs> shit. It's been that long. That. <laughs> that was almost like a decade ago. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Okay. Shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. The next entry, next page we're throwing in the jukebox is Solo Projects. A really fun sometimes not for the better experiment that divas tend to do all around the music industry sometimes it might not be too it might not be enough for the band so they say to hell with y'all i can do it myself (laughs) again sometimes for the better sometimes maybe not uh but either way this this episode will be our picks around this so (laughs) um cruising 
Do you like your solo projects? Oh, I love solo projects. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're really good. I think it's good to hear. Like I think sometimes artists can get like trapped in this bubble, and it's good to hear yes. like a band member get out of that and like do their own thing. Hmm. And I'm being facetious, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It is. It is fun to get more in the personal take of some of our favorite artists. Um, Daniel, do you like going over to your um, going to people's solo projects? Yeah, if they got a great voice or, you know, they can play the guitar pretty, you know, fucking well, I want to know what they're going to be able to, you know, pull off as, you know, the separate mm-hmm. solo project. So, hell yeah, I'm into solo projects. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and uh, Keith, how do you feel about solo projects? I like solo projects when it's a, an experimental thing like a person does, like maybe this isn't going to fit the band you know yeah. like this isn't the style of the band but i want to do it and i dig that i don't like solo projects when they break up bands oh right 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 um, an example of which i'm not going to bring up not because i'm going to say it later because somebody's going to say it later mm-hmm. um so but yeah there's 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 instances where there's a really good band and then someone usually the lead singer or the drummer says or the drummer the guitarist the drummer drummer gets all crazy um so they just like hey i can do this by myself i can get a drum machine you know or (laughs) whatever and i got a click track (laughs) and then they put on an album and you're like yeah this is fine but (laughs) like like i'll just put it out there i'd rather have a new no doubt album than a Gwen stefani album that's the example i was thinking of you know honestly it's the go-to example yeah yeah so yeah, um, so I like them. I like them as an experiment. I like them as, you know, a one-shot or like, hey, we're not doing anything as a group right now. I'll put something out. But I do not like when it comes at the expense of the band itself. Yeah, I honestly, for sure. And, and just like just one note from the specific, because I was like a really good uh, example. I really wish uh, we would have gotten another project after Push and Shove. I really liked it, but I would have wanted them to be warmed up again as a, as a unit and then gotten that next album all those years later. But we just got the one anyway. Uh, so let's get into our picks. Um, yeah, the, the, this one was like a little difficult for me because I, I started thinking about it too much on like certain side projects and being like, no, that's a side project. It's like, it's a whole different name. Like I just want to stick it to an actual person's name for, for this one. So for my first one, I'm going to go with the wonderful Gat Mooney. And I'll go with the song, Wish I Woulda. And this one counts. Right now, technically, they are solo. They, but, but they're such a musician that there's no way they're not going to find or be in a band in Seattle of all places. And she'll this will just be her solo project, as if like this wouldn't be a thing if she, didn't, if she wasn't already with her other bands down uh, in Arizona. So the song I'm going with is uh, Wish I Woulda. It's such a fun song. It's literally like you throw it on and you just want to go frolicking on the shore. I'm just like on the beach and just like just be there and just have a good fucking day. It's such a pretty fucking it's such a pretty song. It's so fun. It's so fun. Um, yeah. Shout out to her vocals. Like she's such a powerful voice. So a lot of songs. I think she's like she's like kind of working on throwing singles out right now. I think she has like five out uh, that are released. Um yeah, definitely check her out. Uh, support her. Just like get this uh, new up and coming artist, and just get that get her out so she can actually throw more music out. So, wish I would have really, really good, really, really good one. So, Crozen, what's gonna be your first one? Yeah, my first one is the solo project from Cody Cambria singer Claudio Sanchez, uh, the Prize Fighter Inferno. Um, 
it's just him and himself and doing a like their albums are different. He has three albums out and they're all very different. The one I'm picking from is his first album, My Brother's Blood Machine, which is a weird acoustic electronic horror folk album. <laughs> like the Love like, it. It's like five. Yeah, it's weird. It's like <laughs> it's like mostly acoustic. The lyrics are follow. It's like a, it's also a concept album that features like a overarming like horror story about a village and murders and stuff like that. It's really it's really nice. good. And it's like, and the song I'm picking from it is "Run Gunner Recall Run." The town wants you dead. It's a really really good um, acoustic jam. Like really great he does a really fucking sick ass harmonica solo which is fucking dope Ooh, and it's, cool. yeah if you like a, like if you like coding camera or just like acoustic folk it's like really really good fuck yeah gun run gunner what was it run again? gunner recall run the town wants you dead nice cool, cool. i was listening to recall uh fuck yeah definitely want to check that one out uh daniel what is your first entry First entry is actually Damon Albarn. I mean, this man is multi-talented. He has like three bands besides you know, Blur. So uh, Damon Albarn uh, with Polaris. It's not his uh, most recent single. He did drop it earlier this year. Has a lot of Gorilla vibes to it, but it's actually a lot slower. Um, with, and it's a whole different pace, and I do enjoy the hell out of it. And it's the lyrics are beautiful. Plus, uh, the way I know with technology, you know, you can harmonize with yourself, but the way he harmonizes with himself is actually pretty spot on. So I, I really dig the song. Awesome. It's uh, the Polaris one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was I was leaning with, with uh, Damon Albarn, but that's literally when I messaged. is like, a, wait, is Deanna going to be on the episode? Never mind. That's wait. that's just like an automatic pick for me. Wait, what song? <laughs> From him. Um, I, I, I was, I, that's what, that's the thing. I was going to pick something from his 2014 album. Okay. Uh, but then I was, I was really starting to, I found his singles and then realized he was going to have an album later out this year. Cause mm-hmm. I just saw like the songs he can't listen to yet. So I was like, oh shit. And then I realized like, oh, you're going to be in the episode. So you're for sure going to pick them. So <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I'm down with this one. Awesome. <laughs> so first round finishing up Keith, what do you got? Okay, so my first pick is going first just because I was worried somebody else was going to steal it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going the most obvious band as far as solo projects go. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. This Mine actually comes with a bit of trivia. Okay. Out of all the songs related to the Beatles and every member of the Beatles that they released as a band, solo, any of their other bands, mm-hmm. this song has received more radio play than any of the others. Oh, really? I think I know what we're talking it's about. It's by the best Beatle. <laughs> it's by the best Beatle, which means I know Daniel and I are agreed on who's the best Beatle. Yes. George Harrison. Yes. And it's My Sweet Lord. Oh, my God. Ooh. I fucking love this song. I've listened to it on repeat. Basically, so, spoiler, peek behind the curtain. We roll these categories five, you know, five shows in advance, and we're three in to our list right now. So a month and a half ago, I rolled solo projects, and I was like, 
oh, I got to find a George Harrison song. And I immediately played that song and I've been listening to it nonstop. Nice. <laughs> like, love it. I, I forgot how much I love this song. So it's incredible. My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. Of course, it's in Guardians 2? Guardians mm-hmm. Galaxy 2? Guardians, yeah, 2. So, yeah. Also, it's, it's in Preacher. So, so fucking good. Yes, yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, my sweet lord George Harrison I had to get a Beatle on here for doing. Yeah, no, you know? uh, I will admit, I almost put it on my list, but I uh, put it as a honorable mention. Yeah, nice. I was. That's why I got it. I was like, I'm worried about him stealing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my first pick. All right, round two. This next one, oh God, this next one, I wanted to pick it last time. Uh, but it was like difficult because I didn't know how to present it. I was just like, "What the fuck?" It's just, it's just so wrong. I wish it was just like relabeled. Um, but um, I'll tell you guys how to actually find it without actually just being a, a complete dick about it. Uh, but the song I'm picking is called "Anna Is a Stool Pigeon," and the song is fucking great. It's an acoustic, uh, also uh, with a harmonica playing. Uh, it's a Laura Jane Gray song back when it was a solo project under their dead name. So you can still find them under Laura Jane Grace. Uh, that, but the easiest way to find it is look up the EP. It's called uh, Heartburns EP. It's like a five, six song track. Um, it is under their dead names, but it's like, yeah, no reason to say it. Her name is Laura Jane Grace. Uh, but the song is just so fucking good. It's actually a true story, and it just fucking sucks. It's a little, it's a little acoustic ballad on uh, this poor revolutionist fool fell in love with his beautiful would be. Uh, ever after, right? No, stupid Anna was an FBI informant, and oh uh, god, it just ends on such a tragic note when it all just this plan to just like blow something up just goes to shit because obviously Anna was an FBI informant and goes 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 um uh, just goes away for twenty years. And it's just a god, it's just a good fucking song to just like play. It's like an, an acoustic little ballad and a good a good little number. Uh, the whole thing is really good. Um. I, I, I tried picking something from her actual recent uh, Laura Jane Grace uh, album, like solo album, uh, but I couldn't actually just like pin one down. And and as a stool pigeon, it's just a classic one for me. Uh, so yeah, it's a really really good one. Again, look it up under um, Heartburns EP, Laura Jane Grace. Um, it's, it's a fantastic song. So, uh, Crozen, what is your number two? Yeah, my number two is a, a song from Omar Rodriguez Lopez from the Mars Volta. Uh, he put out a solo project in 2009 called El Grupo Nuevo de Omar Rodriguez Lopez. And it's just a, like a, it's a rock album. He has, he has singers on there to help him out, but it's basically showing off his, like him playing guitar and stuff. And it's really, really good. And um, the song I'm picking is his song Tuberculoids, which features the singer from the Mars Volta. And it's fucking amazing. It's like chaos, like hundred percent through the song. It's like you really got. I think you probably got to give it like a few listens to really like, really like <laughs> take in what you just heard because it's just like it, it literally is just chaos everywhere. Like the way the song just opens up, the way it like transitions. It's a really really great yeah. rock song. So yeah, Tuberculoids by Omar Rodriguez Lopez. All right. Well, I'm definitely into that one. <laughs> Um, it just again shout shout out to the album my personal album of the year Mar Mare from Hierarchy of the Sky because that one just has that levels like every song just has levels on like 
where you could say like, oh, you could just split that into two different songs, right? No, it is like it becomes its own unit. It's, it's beautiful. So I'm excited to listen to this one. Uh, Daniel, what is your number two? Yes. My number two, actually, and it's funny because you brought up Skrillex in the doors earlier, but it's not that song. Uh, I am bringing <laughs> oh, up <good>. Skrillex. <laughs> Only reason to bring up Skrillex okay. is because broke apart from, you know, a screamo band from first to last and started his EDM career. And yeah, so I, I have to give it to Skrillex. Uh, originally, I wasn't really a big fan of Skrillex, but once I heard Narcissistic Cannibal playing, I was just like, okay, yes, yeah, he, this is awesome. This is great. He was a feature on that corn song, but I do have to give it to him since, you know, he did break away from that screamo and became a EDM producer and does a lot of pop albums too. So Narcissistic Cannibal is going to be my second pick. And uh, who would have thought that, you know, some new metal would actually blend pretty well with some dubstep. So yeah, Narcissistic Narcissistic Cannibal is my second pick. I want to say everybody saw it coming. <laughs> just like new metal just seems like the dubstep... Uh next wave next evolution <laughs> and that, that's why it got me yo like i was still a sucker for dev stuff for a while <laughs> so keith what's your number two my number two is another really big star um and this is a repeat but it's also a mea culpa so Ooh. last time we had this category i put an artist on here yes but i picked the wrong song <gasps> oh. and I'm, this is me taking it back so I'm going to use the same uh, bit I used last time. Uh, there was a band called Genesis <laughs> that that had uh, Phil Collins in it. Uh-huh. And Phil Collins is incredible, mm-hmm. but I'm not picking Phil Collins. <sighs> I'm picking Peter Gabriel. <laughs> and last time I picked In Your Eyes, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful song. <laughs> On Reflection. It's Sledgehammer, isn't it? Like, every, every, it should always be Sledgehammer if you're picking a Peter Gabriel song. Like, it's it's one of the most perfect pop songs ever written. And just the way, the, the way, like, the way he uses pauses in his lyrics are incredible. Like, in the chorus, where he's like, I wanna be... You slid him like it's just like this weird like you're you're like uh, it's just just enough to drag you oh my god I love it so that that album is amazing uh, all of it but that song specifically Sledgehammer Sh- uh, quick honorable mention to his other song Salisbury Hill which has a seven four time signature and is weird as shit and I love it so um, shout out to that one as a, as an honorable mention but yeah Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel awesome okay. I don't know what to do. I'm on my last one, and I, ne- I, I never picked my last one because it, it's it's under two, and it's one of my repeats from la- from last time. It's like I fucking nailed it last time, guys. Like I've, I had like my, my picks, but I didn't want to repeat all of them. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna pick going down to one. I was gonna pick two, but it's like no, 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 no. I'm not gonna be that guy. So I'm gonna leave it up to my D20 here to decide. <laughs> Either the first one or the second one. The first one obviously being the odd numbers, second one being the even numbers, and it's gonna be even. So ah, cool, cool, cool. Yes, I do get a Spanish pick then in the end. Um, I'm gonna go with the solo project from Enrique Bumburi, which is just Bumburi, and I'm gonna go with the song Frente a Frente, Frente a Frente, and with the feature of uh, Tulsa, and it's such a 
such a pretty duet of just like God, like I'm gonna fuck what anyone says. Steven. And the Kevin Woody has a beautiful goddamn deep voice. I love his voice. And the way he just sings it, like again, like in this duet form, like in this like longing way for someone else. Cause he doesn't really sing it like that, like um in Edwis. And the way Tulsa just like reciprocates the song back. And it's just such a such a sweet song between these two. Um, I, I absolutely I absolutely love love the song. So it's gonna be from Boom Booty Frente a Frente. Daniel, it's gonna be your last one. Wait, wow, okay. can you just skip frozen? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, frozen. Frozen, <laughs> holy shit. I saw you for like a second in my pocket and <laughs> I my window scrolled up. My bad. I didn't see Crozen. Crozen, wow. what was your last one? My bad. Okay. I'm kinda hurt, but it's fine. No, <laughs> god damn it. Um, I always look out for you, you know this. <laughs> um this the last one is it's, uh, I was debating if I should put like if the song on here because like it's a, it's the same exact song I put on the last time we went through this. But I was like fuck it cuz this song's amazing and I will refuse to not have it there. <laughs> so uh I'm going with a song from Serge Tankian's Elected Dead album. Cuz like that's probably one of my favorite albums of all time and it's like really really great. Yeah. And the song I'm going with is Beethoven's Cunt. So the good. song's fucking amazing. Like that first album so fucking great all the way through. The whole thing, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Beethoven's Cunt by Serge Tankin. It's a really really great rock song. Absolutely. Absolutely fucking lutely. <laughs> I was hoping you you would have a repeat too and this was a specific one as well. I had a feeling this so was going to pop up. Daniel. So I did not choose anything <laughs> from the Serge Tankian repertoire. <laughs> uh, so, no, uh, uh, Daniel, what is your last one? So for my last one, um, I I mean, I'm pretty sure big fans of Daft Punk know that uh, there was a little dry period between Discovery and Human After All being uh, having that delay where they weren't back in the studio together. So they both did their own separate projects um, underneath uh, both their names. So uh, Guy Manuel, uh, the Omen Cristo, and then you got uh, Thomas Bengaltar. So my song actually is Thomas Bengaltar. And it's, or I'm sorry, not my song, but I'm going with Thomas Bengaltar uh, with Club Soda. Um, Definitely, they got really into the electronic sounds uh, when they did Discovery and then they went a little bit more rock with uh, Human After All. But within that period, uh, Thomas really went back to the French house roots and it's just such a funky, really good song. Um, So I have to go with Club Soda. Nice. Excellent. And Keith, how are you going to close out the playlist this week? Um... I, I can't, this is a strange one. Okay. I'm happy with it. I'm very happy with it, but, and you guys will understand why in a second, but, um, so this is a guy that's not known as a, as a member of a group, but was, and is also not really known as a musician, but is, he's more known as an actor, but anyone who knew me last year knows that Riz Ahmed is fucking incredible. Yeah, and he used to be a part of a rap group called the Sweatshop Boys, which is an amazing <laughs> name, by the way. <laughs> nice. And 
I'm going with Toba Texting off of off of the uh the the album that came out last year. One of my favorite albums, uh The Long Goodbye. Yeah. It's just a great album. And he uses he uses he uses completely different instruments in a hip hop way that is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the album itself, while way too short, is just an amazing story, an amazing concept. Just so good. Like I love Riz Ahmed. I want more music, please. <laughs> like, so and yeah, um, I, yeah, Toba Tech Sing is what I'll go with. So, yeah, great, great. It's a weird one to end the playlist on. Nah, but I don't care because I love it. Yeah, that's no, good. <laughs> yeah, honorable mentions. Uh, I didn't have too many, uh, except for some alternative rock ones. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, um, Chris Cornell. I expected yeah. someone else to pick Chris Cornell's, you know, Euphoria Morning, so I didn't say anything. That that was actually <laughs> that was actually honorable mention too. So Yeah. Um Jerry Cran- Jerry Cantrell's solo album after he left Alice in Chains was actually really good. There's there's a single on there called Cut You In that got radio play that was pretty decent. Hmm. Um trying to think if there's any others i mean there's lots of like everybody has a weird little solo album they did you know what i mean like, yeah it's just finding the ones that don't suck like yeah so um shout out to Haley williams it, oh. her solo stuff isn't for everybody and i like it but not enough to put it on the playlist and i'm kind of curious to see what she does because she seems to be interested in doing that and paramore so uh-huh. she wants to bounce back and forth so i respect that that's cool so um, I think that's I think that's pretty much all my honorable mentions. Oh, and the rest of the Beatles except for Ringo. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, backwards. Uh, Daniel, uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I guess the other one would be Dead by Sunrise. Um, Chester Bennington's band. They did have oh, two awesome. singles. Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, that yeah, that has to be my last honorable mention since Keith <laughs> he actually purged all my honorable mentions. But it's revenge for every time I, I take a worried, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Crozen. Honorable mentions, buddy. Yeah. Uh shout out to Daniel for picking the same honorable mention that I was gonna have. Like if I didn't pick Surge, that was gonna be the, <laughs> the Dead by Sunrise was gonna be it. Um That's cool. also uh Honorary Astronaut is a solo project from Casey Crescenzo from The Deer Hunter. And it's mm. a good I liked it, but it sounds exactly like the Deer Hunter, so I don't know why it's a solo project. And then um, I was gonna say because it's like kind of a cop out, but I was gonna I was thinking about Buster Rhymes because he started out with the leaders of the New School, but I think uh-huh. Buster Rhymes eclipsed that like two hundred levels to where I don't think it really fits. So I had a couple hip hop ones that I was kind of like technically you yeah, know yeah. and i was just like ah, like it didn't feel right you know like it's like we know so yeah i get you uh for my end the other song i was choosing to to repeat was uh cool by gwen stefani i just really really love that song so much it's a really good song it's a really good song so it's like that was but it was up to my d20 but we went we went with boom woody that's how the fates decided um other than that uh shout out to dio because little man is the best and uh fucking and then i was really on the fence with um if the whitest boy alive counted from uh because it's but then i really kind of saw it as more of a side project from erland oye from kings of convenience 
but it really is like his main, it's his side project main band, but it's like, uh, I'll just, I'll chalk it up as a side project instead. Cause I love why Spoiler Live. Um, so yeah, honestly, really, really dope picks. Fucking love how all over the place it is all, again. So closing this page and moving along, we have finally new releases. Uh, Keith, you see anything on your end? Oh, a few things. Uh, we, nice. we got an Imagine Dragons album coming out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, wait. Dawn of Chromatica is out. Yes. And I was going to say Dawn of Chromatica. And also, we have a new Iron Maiden album. Yes. Which, oh, no yes. shit. Yes. Yeah, a Jaden album, finally. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, because that's already out. I was going to ask you if you listened to it. No, I haven't. It. it just finally popped up for me. I think well, he saw his, cool. his his sister hit big, and he's like, "Yeah, like both Smith kids have have an album. Fucking love it." Yeah. Um, trying to think what else uh, was here. Um, obviously, the new Fat Boy Slim is out, which I already talked about, but it's coming up as new still. So, oh I don't know my if god, a version of it. We'll see. Uh, what are you seeing? Um, well, I, mean, I not heavy react to that, but I'll get to it. But. Um, I, lo- I love Oliver Tree, and he has a single out with uh, Little Big. But I said, oh, my God, to an album called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. And it's the Little Sims album. Remember, guy, when I sent you guys the I Love You, I Hate You with like that, yeah. the girl rapper? The, the, that album is finally out. So definitely going to check that shit out. Yeah, I was seeing that, too, actually. So nice. Um, da, 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 Princess Alba has an album coming out. An old live Pearl Jam album? 100% score for the record. Oh, sorry, which one? Princess Alba. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so 100%. I don't think I've ever seen that. There's a, an old uh, live uh, Pearl Jam record. <laughs> I don't know how... It's a live record, but Pearl Jam, so it's like, don't know how recent that would be. Hmm. Maybe um, a remaster? We're also getting the... Uh, hmm. Yeah, we're getting the uh, soundtrack for uh, Shang-Chi. Oh, nice. Uh, which also has a 100% rating, but only one reviewer so far, so... Ooh, cool. Um. But the the track list, like, this is a killer list of people. I haven't seen it. Um, I'll just go through the names that jump out at me. Um, Sway Lee, Janae Iko, 21 Savage, Anderson Pock, uh, JJ Lynn. Uh, there's a lot here that I just don't personally don't recognize. DJ Snake. Uh, a lot of Nikki, actually. <laughs> Um, and Samuel Lu apparently does a song, and Samuel Lu can kind of rap, so I'm hoping he raps. That would be amazing. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that. And I actually heard the album was getting a bit of hype, you know, sh- other than the movie. So, um, I think did you say you didn't next week? Uh, Sorry, did you say uh, you didn't know who DJ Snake uh, DJ Snake is? No, I know who DJ. I was reading. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, but I'm saying, like, that's not my genre, so there's probably names I have no idea who it is. Um, there's also a Drake album. Oh, yeah, I was seeing that. I was hearing that. But I don't know if that's actually coming out, because it's weirdly low on the list, so it might get delayed. When that happens, when it's down there, it's usually going to get delayed. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't see anything for next week. Uh, the week after that, I'm trying to see if there's anything upcoming, but there's not a lot announced. Hmm. Um, Let's see, Pentakill, Metallica's Black Box Set Deluxe. Oh shit! I wonder if it's like all those like weird little releases they were doing. <laughs> oh my god! I need to get this. 
Depeche Mode. It's a collection of all the 12-inch singles. Ooh, that's cool. Fuck, I need that so bad. Um, Casey Musgraves' album is coming out, which actually it is a big deal in country circles. Mm. She's pretty much the premier female country singer at this point. And she does have a real good pop edge to her. So she's kind of like, like if Taylor Swift stayed country, kind of. So um, there's also a new Andrew WK album. <laughs> oh, I did see that too, but well, we gotta listen to that, right? <laughs> so, uh, but that's pretty much it. I'm seeing that so far. Um, oh, last... wait, wait. Sneaker Pimps, new Sneaker Pimps album. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love Sneaker Pimps. Anyway. During uh during the week, I saw that there was uh the 25th anniversary release of AT Aliens from our cast. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the re-release, but the second half is just the instrumental of all the tracks. So it's it's a good little binge. So that's cool. And then I'm seeing a new album from Duckworth. And I only really know Duckworth from Kendrick, but it's like, I know he's a different rapper. So I'll definitely check this one out. SGA, little asterisks. So yeah. Um, Crozen, anything, any releases you're excited for that you know of? Mm, Not that you guys, I think you guys guys covered a lot of, everything that was coming out like i am interested to hear what this Drake come thing comes out to be like mm-hmm. it was weird it was like a weird thing where like i think kanye was waiting to see when drake was gonna release so he could release his after and then oh. drake was waiting for kanye to release so it was like back and forth because <laughs> like a day after donda <laughs> came out drake was like this album's coming out right his little billboard <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> so it was like it was really fun watching that little game go on but yeah uh that's for, nothing mm. really else catches my eye right now Okay. And Daniel, anything you know of? Any shout outs you want to throw out for music? Uh, not really at the moment. I've just been letting Spotify notify me when somebody drops something else. So, like the new Gorillaz EP, which is three songs, but it's really mm-hmm. good. But other than that, not a whole lot. Spotify dictates <laughs> what's coming out for me now. Yeah. Okay. And I was almost going to go back to my old bad habits and completely skip the, this part and start closing off the episode. But no, I'm a good host. Keith, what is going to be our next episode about? Our next category is one that's very important that Crozen doesn't miss because it's his specialty. And we're mm. going to have a guest making his return to the playlist. Our good friend Steven will be returning. Nice. For Emo. Ooh. Keith's least favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, quiet, quiet. I don't want to hear none of that bad bad talk. Oh, Emo Night is the best. I'll hear none of that slander. I've actually already picked out my songs. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you just got them over with right away. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not hard. There's only three emo songs I like. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But you like MCR. It's, like, it's not just three I, songs I, you I, like. Well, we've had this discussion. Emo is a very broad definition to certain people. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week though. Oh, oh for sure oh man <laughs> well this concludes this episode of jukebox vertigo thank you to the host for the great picks crozen any shout outs plugs uh go for it uh, follow me on twitter i recently decided to get rid of the underscores on my name because i gave up on the dream of getting my <laughs> twitter handle so you can follow me at crows and ygo Cool, cool. At Crows and YGO. Oh, I, I was like, why, why YGO? I, I can't believe it took me this fucking long. I'm an idiot. Anyway, Daniel, any shout outs, plugs? Go for it. Um, So far, I'm only doing this. And then uh, 
Keith and I will really, I know I've been saying it for a month now, we'll really be starting our show together. <laughs> but you can follow me um, at Danny the Destroyer on Instagram if you really want to. I don't post a whole lot on there. Um, if you want to see everything that I post, then go to Twitter, uh, Super Call Me Daniel on there. And I, I think I don't even have to explain it anymore. So yeah, Super Call Me Daniel on Twitter. <laughs> Excellent. And Keith, shout out to plugins. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, first of all, give a shout out to our producer, Liz. Yes. Her Twitter is WHI Podcast Liz. Expect to be seeing Liz on this show in the near future. So excited. And I cannot express to you the dread. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be a train wreck. Like, and I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Um, no, she has, she has pretty decent taste in music when she has taste in music. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and you can find myself on Twitter at WHI podcast, Keith, uh, you can find our other show. Uh, we have issues where we review every new comic that comes out that week, almost every new comic, at least my bank account thinks it's every new comic. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at WHI podcast. And of course, wherever you listen to your podcast. Excellent. And thank you to the listeners for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. Of course, we are part of uh, Geekly Media. You can follow them at Geekly Media and this show on Twitter at Jukebox Vertigo, uh, where a public playlist will be added and shared weekly, as well as a short playlist to go with every new episode with our picks. Now let loose with your jams and geek out. Mm -hmm.